Hello and welcome to the Road to Rank 1 podcast for round 15. I'm your host, Burjo, today, just a solo one for me. Um, me and Jack couldn't quite link up for the recording this week, so it's just going to be me. Um, probably going to be a shorter one this week. I'm going to talk you through, you know, sort of what I'm thinking, um, TLT, give you a couple pods, um, just sort of recap how we're going at the moment. Um, yeah, so let's just get into it. Uh, so last week had a massive, massive week in the end, Jack and I. Would have been uh, very nervous going into Sunday um, as both non-query owners. And essentially, we saw the Supercoach as a game of luck and neither of us owned Cleary. We got pretty lucky, but we were both having pretty decent enough rounds to the point where we wouldn't have really struggled, even if Cleary went like 100 plus. Sort of did the math on it and I would have been just below par if that had happened. So... We had pretty good weeks, the both of us, yeah. So we both bought in Buller, which was massive. He sold Turbo, I sold Luttrell. So so Buller worked out really well for both of us. I um, spruiked it last week. I ended up going for Nofaluma, and I was splitting between him and Bateman. And anyway, went the wrong way. But I'm still pretty impressed with his score of 55 and doing not much. Um, I'm not actually sure what Jack did with his other trade. I think, yeah, it was uh, Pele up to... Torhu Harris. So, didn't quite pay off. Torhu did not smash it, but still a solid score. Um, minutes still high. He does look a little bit hindered, but I'm not worried about Torhu at all. Um, so, yeah, I uh, saw massive green arrows over the last two weeks. I've gone up from 15k to 3.5k, and I actually jumped Jack, but we're pretty much on like six points ahead of him. So, we're both on the 3.5k mark, which pretty happy with to be honest you know we we both started pretty slow we missed Hines you know like I'm, I'm pretty happy with where we're both sitting to be honest probably out of contention but you know we can we can still push that top 100 perhaps like we, we both set up really well for like for the, for the next two major buys so yeah so for this week you know we, we, there's a lot to deal with a lot of people own Cleary, Brown, Fafita, all these players who are out not good for owners there. So um, we get kicked off on Thursday with Titans versus Tigers. So Brimo's back for the Titans. That's a big boost. Um, Feeder's out and Randall is out. So Randall obviously copying that suspension for the hit on Jai Arrow, I believe. Um, a, you think it was a hip drop? So not great for them, but Sam Verrills, who was their nine at the start of the year, comes in. So... Good they got a bit of depth in that position, which they haven't had for a lot of years. Um, so the big news out of this one is is really Fafita not being named. So, do we hold? Do we sell? What's 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 the play here? I think so Jack's got twenty three trades, so it makes it makes a lot of sense for him to move Fafita on during this period. So I am leaning towards sell, and even in my position where I'm down to 17 trades, you know, I haven't really been able to save a lot due to injuries. So I'm still leaning to sell because he won't play the next two weeks, obviously. Round 17, he's backing up from Origin. We just saw he could could score so little in the games where he backs up. So it's quite worrying. Like, that he could lose about 200k over the next, like, three to four weeks. 
which you just don't want to have just, like, sitting there. Like, when you can move him on for a guy like, oh, there's a lot of options there, like a Bateman, Britton Nicara, or, or, like, a Hopgood if you don't have him. So, I'm in camp sell at the moment, but I can see why you would hold. Like, this week, a lot of people have very strong 17s with a lot of depth. Most people will be able to sit him there on, on their pines. And also, there's a lot of people out there who have Cleary and potentially Brown to deal with. And hence, you know, they're probably more priority than Fafita. Because Fafita's still a guy who can get you a ton in every week. If we find out Brown's out long term and Cleary's, we already know, he's got six weeks on that time frame. I mean, Fafita, like, could be a decent hold there. Because those guys will be more priority sells. So that's my sort of take there. At the moment, I'm, I'm going to move him on. And I believe Jack is doing the same. So I, I, I can't get mad at you for, for holding him either. Like, But I just think the points can be capitalised on. When there's these really good options who play play two buy rounds who are going to play you know two or three more games in Fafita over the next few weeks. So just a bit of food for thought there. Um, so Brimo's back at the back for uh, the Titans. Pretty, pretty juicy pod there, some might think. But I had a look at the schedule... It's pretty bad. He won't play 16, and then there's a lot of tough matchups. So I think I'd be steering clear, even though you can have him at 5'8. There's better options there. Um, as for the Tigers, they find a bit of form, aren't they, the Tigers? Like, there's becoming a lot of guys in here that are going to be super coach options. Like, Jareem Buller, obviously, who we both bought in uh, last week. Very impressive player. Like, I I obviously couldn't get him over a long period of time because I had Luttrell and Guffo sitting there. Very, very hard to um, move either of those, but Luttrell obviously went down with that injury. He's not named again this week, by the way. We'll get to that later. But, yeah, uh, Jareem Ball is just one who I've had to go for now because of Luttrell being out. And, oh, my God, what a performance. I haven't been watching him that much, that closely until now. He's a very, very, very good player. Very impressed with him. Um, any of these guys in the back line could be alright. I know um Timmy Moody's got Junior Tupo. Um can have a low one in there, but he will he will score tons. Um Stafford Totter showed a very nice floor along with Nofaluma, so you know there's definitely pods in here that you can go for. And the another one of the talks of the week at the moment is Johnny Bateman, who you know, he's basing like seventy, sixty every week, playing middle and edge, it's it almost screams must-have, like, if I'm being honest. But I still don't know if I'm going to buy him because I bought Noffa last week. It's a lot of Tigers to have on a side I'm not completely confident with. Um, another one's IPAP, who, you know, he's, he's very cheap. Good base. I just don't like his upside. I really, I really don't. I don't I don't think he's going to have... Like, he obviously doesn't have Moses feeding him the ball this year, so I just don't think he's really much of an option. Although, I mean, he's he's that cheap. You can probably take a punt on it. Just depends on who you're selling. Like a Hosking upgrade to IPAP, I can't. That's, that seems like a good move to me if you can't get up to Bateman. Um, not really a whole lot else going on there with the Tigers. Stefano's making a bit of money, so that that's that's pretty nice for owners there who held him through. Um, I've sold a few weeks back along with all what, but, you know, he's going to be a decent number for 16 and 19 for a few guys out there. Um, so moving on to the early game on Friday, Raiders-Warriors. This could be one of the games of the round, to be honest. 
Um, Chan's up against his old team. Chan's nickel cock star. 94 two weeks ago in the bye. And then 103 at the weekend. Breaking lots of tackles in a lot of attack. Couple line breaks in there. I love owning this guy at the moment. Like he's one of my sort of favourite players to watch at the moment. And this whole Warriors team are just flowing really well. Like obviously SJ smashed it last week. They had a very dominant performance against a side that, you know, they got they got smashed by that Symbian and the Warriors just ran over the top of them. DWZ Great pod for a lot of guys out there. I know the spy was in on into him, and then a few guys on the um, Supercoach Secret Society were right into it. So, great, great to anyone who jumped on. Bit late now, I think. Um, they got a debutant here, Ali. I'm not even going to say. It. I'm just going to say Ali L. So he uh, don't know a lot about him, but you know he he should be a good player. I, that's what I've heard from a few guys. So good good one to watch there. Um, young Metcalf hasn't really paid off. I know a few people went early on that thinking it was going to be good points, but it hasn't quite paid off. And then there's SJ. So with, with Query going down, I think SJ might be the second highest trade-in at the moment. Yeah, I like it. Smashed it last week, 100, 130. I don't like buying people off their big score, but... With Moses, maybe in origin, it's, I think it's not a bad option at all. Um, so Warriors forwards at the moment. Fanua Blake's still smashing it. 63, I believe, on the weekend. Um, offloading wasn't as high, but still, he just he's just a freak. And the Warriors need... His minute's going to stay high because the Warriors need him out there to win games. He's uh, oh, just so expensive now, I can't buy him, but... Great to anyone who owns. He, he's really smashing it at the moment. He, he's finally um, reaching that sort of potential we saw he could do at Manly. Now the Warriors. So that's really good for anyone who owns him. I know um, Savs from the SC experience uh, has him. And wow, great run that he's been on. Um, so Jackson Ford, pretty popular sell, I believe, this week. I think it's probably time for him to go. He just doesn't seem to have that, you know, upside out here. Not that great of a player. But um, you can definitely hold him through 19 if you wanted to. Um, I think he's going for me at the moment. But just because I need 16 numbers. And then Tohu, we already talked about, you know. Minutes still high, but yeah, the, the the scores aren't amazing. So just just one to monitor for the weeks going forward. Is he really going to be a keeper? I believe he will, but you know, if he's only routing it to Haas in like round twenty twenty one, you you could maybe make that trade. Long way down the track though. Um, Barnett, I've seen a bit of appeal for. Not, don't think he's an option. I really don't think so. Um, they're gonna have Jazz Devon coming back soon, so. Doubt that's going to really eventuate. Seb Chris is back at fullback for the Raiders. Uh, it's good for them. Uh, Croker obviously comes in. If anyone's still holding on to him, probably goes all right for his 300th game, you'd say. Maybe get to try. Wouldn't that be nice? Um, I've seen Matthew Timiko's name being thrown around a fair bit as a, as a sell for the people who went in that pod. Yeah, I think you've got to cut your ties. He, um, he's going to lose too much money. He already has lost a lot of money. Could hold him through to 19, but there's there's a lot of good guys you could get in your centre wing for 16. So 
I think I'd be cutting that tie with uh, Timoko there. Um, Fogarty maybe uh, sort of outside replace outside out of the box replacement for Cleary. I've seen it thrown around. Um, don't really like it, but could. So Elliot Whitehead's returned here in uh, the back row, which sees Tar- uh, Horsburgh move back to lock, which means Tarpany moves back to prop. And this this is pretty uh, disappointing for those who own uh, Tarpany because him at 13 was just unbelievable the last two weeks. Now Horsburgh will go back to that big minute role. So definitely monitor what goes on with Tarpany here. Um, he, he'll probably be a guy that I'm hold. Holding all year, but yeah, just just want to monitor this and um, see what his minutes are like. So moving on to the next game, which I believe is Manly and the Dolphins. Tommy Turbo is the sort of talk of the town this week. I think if if you can get him in, I would, just because he is the standout captain option this week, and there's no one who really comes close to that. So. If you can, if you're one of those guys who only has one gun fullback, I like it. I really like the Tom Turovich uh, pod play this week. Sucks for those who sold last week like Jack. Sucks because you know you sold knowing that he was probably going to be out with this uh, eleven day stand down policy, but it just didn't eventuate. So um, sucks there, but you know if if you, if you can get him back in, I, I really like the play. Obviously misses the next. Uh, miss will miss next week, and then probably seventeen as well. So it's risky, but I think I think if you're buying him, you assume that he'll won't back up from either Origin. So I I just, I just think this week just looks so good, though, right? Like against the Finns at home, Brookvale is where he does all his dirty work and you know scores really well. So. Is a night game, so he does normally do well at day, but I, I think he'll still ton up here. And, you know, you don't want to miss this one if it's a, if it's a massive ton. So I like it. I, I really like um, the pod play on him. Chuck the captain on him, so there's no other real captain options this week. Um, Ruben Garrick moves to centre. Not 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 really great for owners there. Uh, we'll still be goal-kicking. Base will be decent. But Tolu Kua's numbers out here, not very good for attack. So... Maybe he can jag one outside DCE. But yeah, I don't love this move for Garrick long term. Although Parker should be back in round 18, so that should see Garrick move back to the wing. Uh, Josh Schuster should be making some cash for us all. I do think he will be one that we have to move on soon. But, you know, he'll play 16. Not a guy I'm playing this week. Although, it seems like a decent matchup. Um, Sam Finu. Is named in the back row, but I just this is Matt. He's a very popular trade at the moment, but when does Kelma come back? Pretty soon, I think. Next couple of weeks, and then they also have Verbo coming back eventually. I just think it screams trap to me. It really does scream trap to me. Um, Bournemouth and Condon still on the bench. I don't think he plays eighty. Uh, if you, there's worse options, but, you know, a lot of people with selling for Fido or Cleary or Brown this week, they have a lot of money to spend with. You don't need one of these downgrade options. So I'd be I'd probably be fading Fino, to be honest. Um, as for the Dolphins, uh, our man, 
Gary Marshall King returns. Sucked having him out last week, but we still managed to both see Green Arrows. Um, so he returns. That's fantastic for us. Uh, what about Jermaine Osako? What a player. Like, the way that he's turned his game around, he's averaging 81. This is a guy who, you know, was pretty much out of the NRL for the last few years. Like, in and out of first grade, not really showing any real commitment, but he's worked his absolute clacker off. And under Wayne Bennett has come and, you know, he's playing the best footy of his career and he's literally one of the form wingers of the comp. Really, really impressed with Jermaine Osako. And he gets Hammer back this week, so looks good for his attacking outlook. Um, Aitken Lee named, so no no Valence Tafari. He's on the bench. Uh, Nikarima and Katoa return to the halves. Milford is suspended. Pretty stupid thing that he did. Um, Wemelu. Uh, there's, a, there's a few of us who own him. I'm in that boat. I'm happy to hold him. I obviously he had the HIA low score on the weekend, but I'm happy to hold him. He, he's, he's a gun player. Uh, I'm very happy to hold him. Ray Stone, very, very nice option in my opinion um, with Gilbert out for the season. Should average in the 55 to 60 range, I think. Make pretty good cash. Very handy tool for hooker to RF. Uh, only 140k up from sunny week to him. So one to consider for sure. Yep, so moving on to the next game, we have the Bunnies and the Dragons. Um, so for the Dragons, Jack DeBellin makes way. Uh, obviously, Capt copped a very bad head knock at the weekend. Um, Jack Bird looks to be in the reserves, so he may come in and start. Uh, Talatella Moon is the 18th man. Interesting. So Sullivan starting 5'8". He also has handy jewel, but I wouldn't be looking at Dragons players, to be honest. Murder of Missile is playing lock. I moved off him last week, but, you know, should score right there if that's how it ends up because I think Bird might come in and take his spot. Um, not a really whole lot to talk about for the Dragons. Womax is coming back into relevancy a little bit, but we'll see how that goes, that's for sure. Um, Souths. So... Very nice last week as an AJ and Cody owner. But apparently Cody might have a little bit of a niggle this week. So so if he doesn't play and it becomes Dean Hawkins, Ilias and Taff as their 1, 6 and uh, 7 there, not great. Not, not great for them. Maybe the Dragons are a bit of value here. So no Luttrell, obviously. Um, no Murray. No Arrow. This really looks good for Jack's guy, Ham Sele. Scored a meaty last week. Jack was up and about about that. And um, he looks like he's going to make some genuine cash. So if anyone's got him out there, you know what? Very nice. Very nice. In a, in a position where it's hard to find a cheapie who will actually make money, Sele's going to make 200, 250k. Fantastic. I, I, it's really worked out well for him. Um, he's gotten pretty lucky with injuries, but... Very good. Yeah, so uh, obviously Arrow and Murray both out. So Shaq Mitchell plays lock. Interesting. We'll see how we'll see how that goes. Um, see how that works with Souths's sort of uh, uh, cohesiveness uh, 
on their back line because Murray does help a lot there. Uh, if Cody does play in this game, which I think he will, potential captain option in my opinion, um, maybe my captain, maybe my VC, we'll see how that goes. But yeah, if he plays, it's going to be very tempting. I'm um, very happy to own AJ. Uh, Cookie's going all right for those who own him. Keon, Kolomatangi. Um, I don't like buying him at the moment, just because I think he might play Origin. I really think he's going to be right in amongst that. He, the, the talk early in the year when he was playing really good form was that he would be in that side. So definitely um, one I'm, I'm happy to wait on for the time being. Alrighty, so moving on to the Saturday 5.30 game. We're dealing with the Broncos and the Knights. Um, okay, so the Broncos off the back of, you know, a couple brilliant wins. Like, like premiership-type stuff from the, uh, from the Broncos over the last couple of weeks. Been really impressed with them. Their defence last week was incredible. Away at Shark Park, you know, against a guy like Nico Hines who, you know, was off the back of a pretty rough origin performance. Not his fault, just because of how limited game time he played. You'd think he'd be fired up and, you know, he he's, he's, he he was throwing everything at him. He was trying really hard. The Broncos had an answer for everything the Sharks threw at him. So, very, very nice. Very, very good footy they're playing. Um, Walshie, if anyone's still got him, potential captain, I think, in this one. Well, she well, she looks like he's still scoring really well. Um, if you plan to hold him through Origin, nice, good captain option in my opinion. Um, Reynolds could be an out of the you know box replacement for Cleary, but there's a chance he plays Origin. Won't play either of the major buys, I don't think. So yeah, no, not an option in my opinion. Stags does this every year, doesn't he? Comes out and get a ton. He might ton up again this week. And then he'll go 40s, 40s. So not not an option in my opinion. Won't play the major buy. That's why it's hard to buy any of these Broncos. Like, I'm looking at Payne Haas soon to bring him in. But I'll be waiting, you know, until he's right bottom price before I do anything like that. It's hard to bring any of these Broncos in. On the other hand, the Knights, you know, they're going to play round 16, but they won't play 19. So it's also probably hard to buy a lot of these guys. But if you've still got Kalen Ponga, I really like him. I really like the way that he's playing footy. Really like the way he looks against Manly. So I'm, I'm very happy. I've even like, toyed to bring him in this week. If he played 19, I'd be all over it. But it's just a bit hard with, with, with him not playing it. So, yeah, I, I do really like Ponga. Um, Greg Marju, owners will be happy to have him back this week. Just fire in. I love him. Um... Jump on, I think, if you don't have him already. We'll have a bit of Marju. Massive keeper, in my opinion, with Ponga at fullback. Well, Ponga's at fullback. He's arguably a must-have, in my opinion. Um, Crosland still at the nine, so he's going to keep making cash for owners. Um, didn't like him as a buy when, when he sort of became available, available, but it's actually worked out. He's got some nice attacking stats. Adam Elliott's moved to lock, so, you know, career hype sort of... Good super coach options, so could be one to monitor. Um, Kurt Mann's on the bench, so I don't expect 80 from Crosland, to be honest. But we'll see how that eventuates. I think the Broncos win this and win it well. But in saying that, the Knights still have points in them, so I wouldn't be surprised to see, you know, Ponga set up Marju a couple of times in this game. 
Moving on to what you would perceive as the game of the round. Like going into going into this season, you see Roosters Panthers, and that was like a premier clash. But Roosters have been struggling. Obviously, beat my doggies on the weekend, but didn't look great. Like the doggies were right in that game, and the Roosters have looked pretty pretty ordinary all year. And then you have Panthers without Cleary. So James Tedesco, um, what a performance on the weekend! Absolutely tore the doggies to shreds. Um, negative BA this week. Very nice hold for those who have stuck by him through the hard times. Um, Tupay returns on the wing for uh, suspended Joseph Swali'i. Um, yeah, pretty disappointing what he did with, with Marnie there. I think I think he takes a lot of his hit-ups where he raises that knee. And I, I'm, in the, um, I'm in the camp that he needs to get that out of his game. Like I, I really don't think um, that's something that he should be doing. At an NRL level, I just you know, I know he's tall and everything, but you don't need to raise the knee to people. But that was pretty. That is pretty clear cut, in my opinion. I think I think he deserves the suspension, and that might be a bit of an unpopular opinion. But that, that's really how I feel. Could be biased there with the doggies, though. Um, Manu is a weird one because you yeah obviously you have to hold him hundred plus BE this week, but next week looks really good. And he'll come um play that by round, hopefully at fullback. Well, he will play fullback with no Suwali'i. Um, Sam Walker, I believe, is due back uh, next week. So uh, Manu could be a pretty easy sell in uh, after the after the buy round if he's back at centre because a lot of his value comes from being in the spine. You can definitely hold him and just have him as a centre wing, but pretty high high, uh, high priority position at the moment, to be honest. Um, Jake Turpin, nine, could be an option. Scored pretty decent, downdated a bit on the weekend, but, uh, decent option for mine. Um, I, I thought about it, but sunny week to him, 20k, and you probably make, Turpin probably makes a lot of money. So if you've got, if you've got, uh, trades in hand, I don't like, I don't mind that as a move. Um, I don't, I just wonder when we're ever going to get Angus Crichton starting, because I'd love to eventually grab him. At bottom dollar, but don't think we're going to get that from Robbo. Uh, for Penrith, obviously no Cleary. Big decision this week for owners. Um, I'm not even sure who I pick out of. So I think SJ Moses Hughes are probably your options if you don't, if you have to buy a halfback. And I think I'd just be going Moses. There's talk that he is the front runner for the New South Wales halfback jersey. But if you're a Hines and Moses owner, you're going to get a halfback either way, I think. I don't think they carry Hines on the bench if uh, Moses plays seven. I just think Freddie will learn from that mistake from game one. So, yeah, I um I think Moses is the standard option for Cleary sellers. But you can also hold a week and reassess. Cleary's value is not going to change. You have to remember that. So... I'd, either way, you can take the risk and jump on Moses, capitalise on the good matchup boy BE this week, or, you know, play it safe. Moses gets picked, you might be screwed. Although, if you don't own Hines, I'd go straight to Hines. I know he misses the next two weeks, but Hines is just that guy. You don't want to miss him against the Dragons in round 18. Okay, so Tania Tania Taruva's made some nice money for owners there. I jumped off a bit prematurely. One of my sort of regrets for this year. Uh, Crichton with the goal kicking is quite nice. So, so that's, that's nice if anyone's still holding him. Brian Toll. Two tries. 
But only 85 seems pretty low for him last week. But still, not. I, I said it earlier in the um, couple of weeks ago that I liked Brian Tyler as a hold for as, as like a bit of a pod over the origin period when a lot was selling. So, yeah, it looks like it's paid off, to be honest. Um, not a whole lot else going on here. Zach Hosking is a is probably a sell. You could sell this week, but I like to hold him for 16 when, you know, Yo won't be there. Martin won't be there, so he probably gets decent minutes. At his PPM, that's pretty solid, so I'm happy to hold him. Uh, Scotty Sorensen's probably got to be sold after 16 as well. He's going to wait too much cash. Um, yeah, pretty much it. And Sonny Luke drops out, so that's probably as expected. It's fine. No one's no one's too mad about that. So I think Mitch Kenny may be playing 80 minutes at hooker here. With, yeah, with only Jamin Salmon, the only guy who could really cover that. So Mitch Kenny, still Tari hooker. I think there's, I know, um... I think Paul, Pullman, owns him. So, nice. If he plays 80, that's pretty good for you. So, that's pretty much it for that game. Like, uh, as I said, I, I think I think Moses is the clear-cut uh, replacement for Query. But if you don't want to go that route, uh, I still think SJ is probably the second best. All right, moving on to the Storm and the Sharkies. On the Storm, they just were flat as hell last week. Um, Sharkies weren't a whole lot better. Dollar fifty four storm two fifty sharks. The sharks are a bit of value there, although Melbourne do return to Amy, and you know Munster and Grant aren't coming off a Origin backup this time. So a lot to love about this game, in my opinion. I think um this should be a very close one. You know, top of the pretty high up there on the table, both these teams. So. Uh, should be pretty good footy on the day. Um, sorry, a day game. So nice attacking footy. Should look pretty good for Supercoach, despite it being two tougher teams. Um, Nick Meany. Oh, wow. Wow. I was really keen on him going into last week. I didn't want to pay the sky-high price. But if you did, you, you, it was really worth it. Like, he had those two try assists. A lot of attack. The base was low, but Melbourne were terrible, so... That score in a 40-point, when they've conceded 45 points or whatever it was, very impressive for mine. Uh, Warbrick's just still, you know, decent base, but still not smashing it. I don't, I don't think many would be holding on to him still. So Grant Anderson comes in for Justin Nolan. Grant Anderson's not that great. I don't really like bringing him in here. That seems like a bit of a... Do they not have, like, a Marion Seve or... Um, that young fellow who played fullback, he's been playing on the wing in uh, uh, Resi, so maybe maybe I would have gone with him or Seve. I just don't really rate Grant Anderson, Grant Anderson but, you know, Bellamy, Bellamy's more qualified than me to make that decision. Uh, Xavier Coates has bottomed out. Bottomed out. Um, not an option for mine. I just think his, his scores are too low where any cash that he makes will wither away very quickly. Uh, Munster, very low score for owners last week. But I think he bounces back at Amy, day game. Scored 100 dot against the Sharks last year, so not worried about him. Um, Eli Katoa didn't quite pay off as the play for last week. 
And Harry Grant's just been, you know, really plodding along. We sold him a few weeks ago, but, um, yeah, he's just been really struggling for mine. Doesn't look the same. I, I'm worried that him having to play 80 every game is starting to get to him. And also with Origin, maybe he's carrying a few niggles. He just doesn't look quite the same. So do we bring him in later? I think so. But definitely one to monitor if he is going to be a must. Uh, I'm just not sure. Moving on to the Sharkies. They look really good for super coach options at the moment. Will, 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 Will Kennedy, probably the premium 16-19 fullback. Smashed it again last week. So consistent this year with getting attacking stats and really bossing it. So, yeah, I, I, I really like William Kennedy as an option. Scored, scored a pretty fluky try, but uh, I do I do really like him. Like, oh, I'm stuck with Guffo and I'm just going to have to hold him through, but... If I was tossing up between the two, I'd go Kennedy every day of the week. Um, Seneca Tull was a decent price still, but I think he probably missed the boat on that. Uh, Ramian's not an option for mine. And then and then Talakai was a guy I was really keen on last week. Scored a try, but did not score very well. It was in the 50s, so maybe he's not the same Talakai that we used to know. And then I think the pick of the bunch here is Renato Molotalo. Um, losing a bit of coin, so... One to pick up next week, I believe. Uh, Hines is definitely a captain option here too, I think. Um, so moving on to the back rowers here. Britton Nicara, I think, is a absolute premium option for the Fafita downgrade. It's probably a move I'm making. So the draw from 16 to, eight, oh, to t- May 19 goes... Bulldogs by, and then I think it's like the Tigers, the Dragons, and the Warriors in there. It's ridiculous. Like that's really really nice. So I, I, that's why that's why I'm opting Nicara over Bateman at the moment, just for the draw. I think the upside's there. So that's my plan there. Uh, Morris Hunt's made a bit of cash for owners. But, yeah, there's not really a whole lot else to talk about there. I, I, th- I think Munster could be a sneaky captain option, but you, you'd have to have balls the size of, you know, Uluru for that one. So Bulldogs and the Eels, um, my doggies, um, paying 350 massive outsiders. But Brown doesn't play. I reckon we're a sneaky chance. Maybe there's a bit of bias in that. So Burns is on the extended bench here. I don't expect him to play. It's very ahead of schedule. Doggy's physios have been on fire this year, getting people back. Um, Pele's out of the side, so nice for uh, whipping there. He's my only player not playing this week, so it's good for me. So for the doggies, Kiraz returns. Still a good price. Don't think he's a buy just yet. I think I want to see a, a good week out of him before I really start to look at it. Um, Birdo. Sneaky option, I think. I think it's just hard for him to hold up a 5'8 or halfback position. But I actually quite like it. I don't, I don't have the balls myself, but I actually quite like it. He, he scores really consistently. Um, not a whole lot of you going on for the dogs. Harry Edwards, back at lock. Fantastic for owners. Um, not a guy I'm going to play, but pretty good for his 16 and 19 stocks. Um, so on to power up, there's a lot to talk about here. So Guffo, I think, is still a really good option. If you'd like to get a fullback, he's he's pretty cheap at the moment, about 650k, so 
covers 16 and 19, buy in round 18. Um, I think all these para guys are, are buyers at the moment. I think think Brown, Moses, Guffo, um, the guy I'm buying this week is, is Jermaine Hopgood. I, I think they're, they're all really good options. Um, I wouldn't be looking at like Cartwright or anything like that, but Hopgood, although they just they have some really gun players. Um, I also think there's a captain in here. I, I think Mitchell Moses is definitely a good captain option. Um, even if he gets picked for Origin, as I said, I, as a Hines and um, Moses owner, I feel like no matter what, I'm going to have a halfback in 16 and 19, so I'm not stressed overly at all. Like, um, I'm happy. I know Mitchell's more of a pod, so I'd prefer him to not be in the side. But if he is, you know, I can live with that. So that'll do us for TLT at the moment. Um, just a short one this week. We obviously, you know, it's a, you can talk about a lot more when we have both the co-hosts here. But just about how my side's sitting at the moment. So I've got Marshall King and Luke at, at hooker, Tohu, Tarpany, Edwards. So I've got a bit of cover in my front row and then Pele sitting there. And this week I've done Fafita down to Nakora. And that's allowed me to go forward to Hopgood. So right now my two RF looks like it. Nakora, Hopgood, Lemmy Elu, Preston, Hosking, and Schuster. So my two RF is very stacked. And I'm going to be able to make upgrades and downgrades there. So uh, I'm actually looking at nothing soon. So I know, I know I've been very anti-nothing all year, but might be something I do soon. Um, so at halfback, I've got Moses and Cleary, which I've talked about. Uh, Moses and Hines, sorry, which I've talked about. So... Pretty happy to lock that in. And then 5'8", I don't own Dylan Brown. So this Dylan Brown situation, I'm probably not a qualified opinion to say, like, hold or sell. I think you just hold until you find out what's going on. Like, if you find out he's missing games, like, long, long period of games, yeah, you move him on. But, like, hold if you can still field a good 17, in my opinion. Um, So I've got Walker and, Mo- and Manu there. I don't love Manu, and I might not even play him this week, the way I'm looking at it. And then, so I've got my center wing is absolutely stacked at the moment. So Sarko, AJ, CNK, Noffa, Garrick, Marju, uh, and Billy Smith. And then I've got Buller and Guffer at fullbacks. Um, so I'm really set up for the uh, two upcoming major buy rounds. I've got 14 for next week, round 16. And I've got 16 for round 19. And 15 of those are absolute guns. Like, the only, like, non-gun in that 16 is Harrison Edwards. So, yeah. I'm set up nicely. There's not a lot of trades I need to make. I'm down to 15 after this week. Yuck, I know. No boosts. But I think I can... Uh, I'm going to be able to save a few in the next few weeks. Um, So, that might just cap me off, to be honest. Like, I... I I could talk about a few pods. Like, I really like Noffa. Like, I, st- I still do. I know I know he didn't score amazing last week, but I think the Tigers are firing, and, you know, he's pretty damn good, Noffa. So, uh, a couple more pods in there. Like, I really liked Suali going into this week, but the suspension sucks. But, you know, we've we got to live with that. Junior Pauga um, becomes a cheapy option now. Um, definitely one to watch. Good, good little pod there. The Roosters, obviously, have not been firing on all cylinders. But that is what it is. Uh, Gags. Gags is, Gags is a sneaky one. We haven't really been able to see him elevate his game after not being picked for Origin, which I expected to happen. But, yeah, definitely something to monitor. So, yeah, those are sort of my pods for the week. Um, that might cap us off for the for the round. I know it's a shorter podcast this week, but this is my first time ever doing it solo. Hope you guys all enjoyed. 
Um, captains wise, I'm thinking Moses, and then VC will probably be C and K. I like him against his old team. Uh, I'm not sure what Jack's doing, but I'm sure he'll he'll probably uh, score higher than me this week. Anyway. Um, that's going to do us. Uh, good luck to you all this week in round 15. Um, if there's anything about Brown that comes out concrete, I will be posting it on our Twitter. Um, it's road to rank one with an underscore, I believe in there somewhere with the numbers two and one. Um, yeah. So obviously make sure you follow the Instagram and Twitter there. Uh, so that'll do us. Uh, good luck to everyone. I'll catch you next week.